and welcome to The Legal League, a podcast where we try to explain how the law works in the United States. My name is Jaima Morejon and I am the main attorney at White Morejon Attorney PA, a law firm located in the city of Miami, and it's a pleasure to have you with us. Legal disclaimer, any information made available by the lawyer or law firm is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and general understanding of the law, not to provide specific advice. This does not create a relationship, attorney, client between you and White Morejon Attorney PA. This information should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Hi, and welcome to The Legal Leap, a podcast where we try to explain how the law works in the United States. An old saying goes that quiet, you look pretty, and the truth is that in terms of immigration and family law and social networks, this is a maxim that must be applied. In today's episodes, we're going to be talking about the use of social networks and how it can affect your immigration proceedings and your family proceedings. The use of social network is more than known that can affect your immigration process, whether you are inside or outside of the United States. That is why it's advisable to maintain certain precautions. Applicants for visas, whether immigrant visas or non-immigrant visas, are required to provide information from their social networks, as well as all emails used in the last five years. Even if the profiles are private, the Department of Homeland Security might create fake profiles to monitor your activity on social networks if it determines that you are a threat to national security. On more than one occasion, people have called me who have been denied entry to the country even with an active tourism visa because the person had published on social networks that on their previous visit they had done some work in the United States. Not working in the country is one of the terms of a tourist visa and you will be surprised to know how many people have been denied entry to the United States due to publications on social networks. On many occasions, UCIS will check your social profile and your social networks if you're applying for a benefit based on marriage with an American citizen or an American resident. Social networks are the perfect example to show if a marriage is fake or not. On more than one occasion during the interview, the immigration officer has referred to posts on social networks of my clients with friends, which might seem suspicious. Finally, Posts with political content or religions content could also cause problems in your immigration process. It doesn't matter if your posts are yours or made by a friend. There's a very famous case where a Harvard student from Lebanon was denied entry to the country because one of his friends had published content considered anti-American. Responsible use of social media is very important, not only for your immigration proceedings, but also for your family cases. Whether it is the process of divorce, custody, payment of alimony, child support, or relocation of minors, know that your social networks can and will be used as evidence by the other party. As attorneys, we can, and in fact, it's quite common practice to check the social media of the other party in search of evidence to help us prove our case. In the financial realm, social media posts help us show that people are lying to in their mandatory disclosures if they declare a very low income. And we manage to find evidence on social media that the person has a high style of life, which does not correspond to the declared income. Photos of trips, 
parties, jewelry, expensive clothing, and cars can create a problem for you even if you find yourself telling the truth. On one occasion, the attorney for the other party used Instagram posts to show that my client had more money than stated due to the photos of the jewelry that they have posted. My client had to admit that most of the jewelry on their social networks were borrowed or were fake. Despite my client's prevailing in court, my client was forced to deal with this incident, which made the proceeding longer and more expensive. In divorce proceedings, even though infidelity does not represent a cause for divorce, the use of assets that make up the matrimonial community of assets in an extramarital affair might represent a problem. Posting photos with your lover, even with your current partner if you're separated, living the good life, can make your spouse file a motion in court requesting reimbursement of the money that you're spending with someone else. In custody proceedings, it is where perhaps social media play a more important role and where attorneys use them the most. Publications of parties, publications where one of the parties is drinking, posts where the person checks in at the same bar on several locations, posts about how much she or he hates their job, and others are more than enough to prove the lack of responsibility for the care of minors when determining custody and care. One of the most controversial cases was a client who regularly left his work on Fridays and went to have a few drinks at the end of the working day, the famous happy hour. And of course, these outings apparently harmless end up always on social media. Well, several of these publications were enough to deny my client the care of their child during the weekends because the judge determined that their conduct was not the most favorable for the best interest of the minor. My advice is that if you're in a divorce, guardianship, or any family proceedings, delete your social media. If you are also in immigration proceedings, and if you cannot delete your social media, and you want to keep it, keep it private. Also try to remove all the counterpart from your contacts and exclude from your firms or followers, their families, their friends, or anyone who could give your ex access to the information you publish. And of course, be careful with what you publish. My advice again for my clients, if the immigration process is pending, is to close social medias or set up the settings in private modes, check who their friends are and the publications they make, and to be careful with the publications and other profiles that they might interact with. If you need help with your immigration or your family cases, call us today. Our law firm works in the immigration, family, and general civil area, and we have very vast experience solving cases. We can definitely help you with yours. The first consultation is always free, and we like to say that at White Morejon Attorney PA, your problem is our problem. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you need help with your legal problem, do not hesitate to contact us. You can find us at winemorejonattorney.com or call 786-907-0154.